Welcome to Down the Rabbit Hole, where we take a deep dive into true crime. My name is Zoe. Uh, my first few episodes are going to be about Dennis Lynn Raider, also known as BTK, also known as Bind, Torture, Kill. Dennis killed at least 10 people between 1974 and 1991. Having a favorite serial killer is a little sick, so I would not say that Dennis is my favorite. I am not calling him by Dennis because I'm fond of him in any way. He just hated being called Dennis because he really wanted to be called like BTK, bind, torture, kill, blah, blah, blah. So there's that. Um, No, Dennis is not my favorite, but he is definitely the most interesting to me. By interesting, I mean I cannot stand this man. Dennis Rader has no business being as cocky and annoying as he is, yes, he's still alive, and as he was when he was committing these crimes. That cockiness is what thankfully led to his downfall in 2005, but we will get into that later. So, without further ado, let's leap in. Dennis Lynn Rader was born March 9th, 1945. Unfortunately, he is a Pisces, just like me. He was raised in Wichita, Kansas. His parents were William and Dorothea Rader, and he also had three other siblings, although not much is known about his childhood and his family life and stuff like that. But we do know that according to him, his dark fantasy started at a very young age. In school, Dennis was an average to below average student, which he continued to be for the entirety of his life, average to below average. Um, this is when he began fantasizing about domination, bondage, and torture. He was not a sociable child, but he was in the Boy Scouts through his Lutheran church. And this is where he learned the different knots that he would grow to use in his heinous murders. In correlation with so many other serial killers, Dennis, and here's a trigger warning for animal cruelty, um, I'm not going to go into detail, but if you don't want to hear about it, you can skip ahead a few seconds. Um, Dennis began killing cats and dogs by hanging and strangling them. By puberty, he was fantasizing about tying women up and sexually assaulting them. He graduated from Wichita Heights High School in 1963. He then worked shortly at a grocery store. In 1966, at age 21, he joined the U.S. Air Force. While in the Air Force, he became a peeping Tom. He would peek into window women's windows and even breaking in to steal their underwear. The crazy thing about Dennis and a few other serial killers is that he had a whole family the entire time he was committing these crimes. Uh, his wife remained absolutely oblivious, like Ted Bundy with his long-term girlfriend Elizabeth, although there at the end Elizabeth did end up having her suspicions, which is wild that Dennis's wife didn't have more suspicions than Elizabeth did, um, though on the other side of that coin, Bundy did get away with so much more and for so much longer. In 1971, Dennis married Paula Dietz. Unfortunately, Paula had no idea what exactly she was getting herself into. Unbeknownst to her, Dennis had begun dressing in women's underwear and photographing himself. 
He also indulged in autoerotic asphyxiation, which, to put it bluntly, meant he was choking himself for pleasure. I don't know if anyone has watched the TV show on Netflix called Mindhunter, uh, but in it, there's this creepy dude in some of the episodes who is, like, choking himself out, wearing women's clothes, and his wife walks in on him a few times, and she's just absolutely disgusted. Um, that's supposed to be Dennis Rader. If you're a true crime fanatic and you haven't seen Mindhunters, you absolutely should. It is fascinating. In 1973, Dennis began working at Cessna, which was an aircraft manufacturer. However, his real dream was to become a police officer, which is unsettling. He was attending Wichita State University and was working towards a bachelor's degree. In February of 73, Paula got pregnant with their first son and gave birth to him in November of that year. It was about that same time that Dennis was fired from Cessna, and six weeks later, he would commit his first murder. Not so fun fact, he nicknamed his penis Sparky Big Time, a.k.a. Sparky, a.k.a. SBT. If I had to know that, so do you. After being fired, Dennis had a lot of time on his hands. It was at this time he began what he creepily called trolling. Trolling consisted of driving or walking around neighborhoods and school campuses looking for young women. It was also around this time that the Otero family moved into his neighborhood. Dennis became obsessed with the wife, Julie Otero, who was 34, and her daughter, Josephine, who was only 11. He stalked the Otero family for weeks, trying to learn their routines and day-to-day habits. When he felt he was ready, he put together his kill kit, which consisted of a gun, knives, hoods, cords, plastic bags, gloves, and various tools for breaking and entering. On January 15, 1974, Dennis Rader entered the Otero's backyard and cut their telephone wires. Now, something you have to understand here is that Dennis Rader is an absolute moron. I sincerely have no idea how he got away with as much as he did for so long. When Dennis entered the Otero home that cold morning, practically the entire Otero family was still home. That's not what he was planning. Joe Otero, 38, his wife Julie, their nine-year-old Joey, and Josephine were still in the house. The other three Otero children were not home. Dennis subdued the family with the gun from his kill kit. He told them he was a criminal on the run and that he was not going to hurt them. He needed money, food, and their car so that he could escape. Dennis then tied up the entire family. He put a bag over Joe Otero's head and then he strangled him. He did the same with little Joey. The mother, Julie, begged him not to. She begged him to stop. But Dennis was there for a reason. He strangled Julie with a belt. It was then that Dennis set his sights on his true target. Here's a trigger warning. I'm not going to go into crazy detail, but in case you want to skip ahead a little bit. Um... 
Dennis took Josephine down into the basement and hung her from a sewer pipe by her neck, where he watched her strangle to death and die. When asked about this later, he said, I thought it would be interesting to watch her die. The first person to find the bodies was unfortunately 13-year-old Danny and 14-year-old Carmen. 15-year-old Charlie got home soon after. Upon entering the scene, police found the cut phone lines and that the family car, a 1966 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, was missing. Semen was found at the scene, though there was no signs of sexual assault. The family car was found around 7 p.m. that same day. It was found in a parking lot close to the house. In a transcript of the trial, the judge asked Dennis if he knew the family, and Dennis said, Nope, that's part of my, uh, I guess what you'd call my fantasy. These people were selected. In an interview with Charlie Otero, he said that he thought the scene was a bad joke. He said that his father, Joseph, was an outgoing and jovial man, and that his mother was a very caring, loving Catholic woman. This is where we're going to end today. Dennis Rader is going to be at least a two-part series. I want to thank anyone who is listening and say I'm so thankful to be finally putting this weird passion of mine to use. If you have any suggestions or just want to say anything, you can email me at downtherabbitholepodcast at gmail.com. Rabbit only has one B in it because that's just the email that I could get. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next week. This was Down the Rabbit Hole.